Hey y'all, welcome to Black and Binging. Where we talk all things Black and women led in TV and film. We're your girls, Ronnie. And Joy. And on today's episode, we're talking about Bel Air. Everyone has been talking about this amazing reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, and we wanted to hone in on the fun. So we are going to do that today with some popcorn. Half <laughs> embarrassing i've been uh snacking on my popcorn i did homemade popcorn today from kernels on the stove so it was actually really really good so i've been sitting here snacking on it what kind of popcorn do you have today ronnie i'm happy y'all i'm on my last bag of the orvels that i had so next episode april 11th catch me i'm on a new wave period drop some comments i'm gonna try something new i'm gonna try something good I love it. I love it. So, Ronnie, let's start with you. What are your overall thoughts on Bel Air? What do you think? So, I love it. And I think how you know I love it is because, forget how they set it up, but I watched the first episode. That shit was good as hell. Tried to watch the second. They had me asking for $5. I gave Peacock that $5 so fast. I mm-hmm. said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. This show is worth it. Right. If I don't watch any other content on Peacock, I'm watching Bel Air. I'm watching it every Thursday. And yep. it's so good. I got my grandmother hooked. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch this. Now she's in North Carolina having me give her my login so she could keep watching it with me. Mm-hmm. What about you? literally same deal i started actually last week in north carolina and my godmom came in on um like episode one she's like oh and she just sat down and we literally binged all um the first seven episodes together then i got my other godmom and her sister they all came in there we all sit in there like yo what is going on so i literally love it i think they did an amazing job like rebooting it and not making it the same show but dramatizing it and making it still like you're interested in it it's not like we're watching the same fresh prince but it still has that nostalgic feel because you're like it's the same characters i literally yeah i love it i love it yeah i love it uh i love the uh like the modern twist mm-hmm. like when he was in philly and they was playing me i'm like yes. you know, like <laughs> i just love it i love it all i love how they're incorporating like instagram and tiktok and art and just like exploring various fields and attack and gaming and sexuality and drugs and this and that i just love it all i, I love it all love it who has been your favorite character so far that's a good question okay i think you may be surprised with my answer <laughs> oh yeah let me get my popcorn who your favorite character i would have to say my favorite character is Aunt Viv because okay. she gives me Michelle Obama vibes whenever she's on the scene. I love her voice. It's so freaking soothing to me. And I want to be her and find my Uncle Phil. Like, can I have that life? Can I live in that house? First of all, is that house real? Because every time they show, like, <laughs> the view from the front door it looks like it's like digitized or something or is that a real home it's huge 
know if it's real. That's a good, we, we got to look that up. But it could be, what if they like just dreamt this all up? I mean, they had to shoot somewhere, right? So it's yeah. not all fake, but like maybe that front view is not really the real view, but maybe it is and niggas really out here living like that. Shit, sign me up. Right. <laughs> Adopt <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Please. Please. Who's your favorite character? I don't eat. See, I asked you that. I'm like, she's going to ask me who mine is. And I really don't know. Um, I guess it would have to be Aunt Viv if I had to pick a woman. But like, it might be Jazz, honestly. Like, if I'm not picking anyone. Or Jeffrey. It's either Jazz or Jeffrey. Like, okay. Jeffrey. Jeffrey kind of gangster this season. I don't know. We got <laughs> and I like that. I like yeah. Jeffrey this season. Like, and he's cute too. Mm-hmm. I know which character I hate. <laughs> We're all on the same consensus here. And if y'all listening, I know y'all thinking the same thing. Let's say it on three. One, two, three. Carlton. Carlton. Oh. Oh my gosh. They did an amazing job writing such a shitty character. Okay. Bring back the happy, dancing, nerdy Carlton from the Fresh Prince. Right. Because one thing though, even though I hate him, I'm still he's growing on me, right? And one thing though that stuck out to me, he was having some arguments with his friends. Or like trying to get his friend to do, his friend was trying to get him to do something. And he was like, she's a black mom. You don't fuck with black moms. And I was like. He didn't know that. Yeah, good, at least you know something. Because clearly you lost your head on every other scene. But he was talking about his mama, Aunt Viv, as we know her. Or guess he calls her mom. Um, but like I was saying earlier, I just feel like her character is like so regal like her voice is calming she like gets the respect she deserves from her kids she's like will's like gatekeeper making sure like uncle phil wasn't really with him coming she's like no he's coming she's making sure his like her kids are welcoming welcoming will into her home and making him feel like this is now his home he can do whatever he pleases He's helping him or her. He's helping him go to um, be on like basketball team and meet new people with Lisa and stuff like that. I just love her. I love that they painted Aunt Viv as this strong black woman, yet like this submissive black woman. So it's like a perfect mix of both these. It's like like you're saying, she runs the family. She's making sure that her kids are accepting Will and that all these things. But then also with Uncle Phil, though, she's a little bit of a softy. I don't know. Like, she almost has, like, no say or identity when it comes to him. It's just like, she's eye candy almost. Like, she's the beautiful Black woman on his arm with a brain. He respects her brain. He definitely picks her mind. Is like, what do you think I should do? It's not how he treats her, but she definitely takes a step back and has taken a step back in her career and her life and a lot of things in order to support him as a Black woman. So I'm curious, Ron, what do you think about that? Like, so you saying that, I was like, wow. Because recently, 
Karen, maybe like two uh, therapy sessions ago, like we, I had a talk with my therapist about like having a balance and like tapping more in my like feminine energy. And I feel like when you're with someone who has like healthy masculine energy, it allows you to step into your divine feminine energy. And you saying that like, yeah, maybe someone would be like, oh, she's too submissive. She let go of her career. Now she's just a stay-at-home mom, yada, yada, yada. But I feel like we don't know 100% yet because the season's not done. But we see her still like growing into her own, getting back into art. We see Uncle Phil still being protective. But at the end of the day, that's his wife. He just wants to make sure people aren't taking advantage of her. And I would say they have that nice balance. And I guess that's why I love her character because it's like, Okay, they're, I hate when people say goals, but like, they're kind of like TV goals. Like, I love the respect. I love that he's like, yo, how come you ain't have my back? Or she could be like, why you ain't have my back? They make sure they're on the same page before they step to the kids. Um, But I think uh, to your point, it's interesting that you mentioned like in the beginning, maybe she did have um, a hard time balancing like, her wants and needs to like her family's wants and needs do you feel like she's kind of also putting on that pressure for her children like Hillary in terms of like her influence of lifestyle and wanting her to take certain opportunities versus others like is she putting her own like insecurities onto her kids definitely I see it time and time again with her like she really, I think her and Hillary clash the most because Hillary is this free flowing, I don't care, I'm standing up, I'm doing whatever I want and I'm chasing what I'm passionate about. And like, she didn't have that choice that she had to sacrifice what she was passionate about in order to create this life. And it's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes life takes sacrifices, but I definitely think she envies Hillary in that sense sometimes because Hillary doesn't care. She doesn't care about, how she appeals to the world or like, oh my God, I have to kiss ass in order to get where I need to be. She's just like, yo, like this ain't serving me next. Like we don't do that. And I think that's a direct like reflection of our generation in general. We're the generation that we're like, huh, you're only paying me $5 an hour. I'm not going to do this. This is slavery. I'm out of here. Bye. Versus like, the older generations, like, I got to do what I got to do. I'm going to go through rain, sleet, snow, mud, whatever I got to do to get to where I need to be. And I'm going to fight there. And then they look back at our generation, like, oh, we give up two weeks week, but we're just not willing to take all the stuff that they did in the past. So I definitely think she projects hella shit onto Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I think their relationship though, you see they're working out, they're getting better. Um, and I hope too that, like you mentioned, Hillary like has that will to know like what her standards are, what she's willing not to settle for and like making those boundaries. Um, because her being an influencer, we saw certain opportunities she wasn't willing to go for because she felt like they were low-key racist or maybe even high-key wanting her to tone down her blackness and fit into a certain audience and she said no but now I feel like it was a real moment when she really wanted to like be independent because she's been coddled by mommy and daddy for so long and she gets this amazing opportunity to go to the influencer house 
And her doing that like sexy chef was told, you could tell she was so uncomfortable and that wasn't her, but she for a second like caved in. So it's like, did her, did she still have like kind of those insecurities that her mom has? Like, so what lengths are you willing to like just have independence because you want to get away from mom and dad and not stay true to like who you are as a person? Right. I mean, I think she did come to her senses there. Like she was like, ah, this is not me. And I'm not willing to do some of these things. However, that doesn't mean I'm giving up. And that's what I think I like about Hillary. Like in all those, and I guess in the season so far, what we've seen is like someone tells her no. And she's just like, I'm going to find another way. She put out that content. She didn't like it. She has a, some beef with uh, the house manager or whatever you want to call him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like, she's like, ah, I'm going to find another way. So I love like Hillary's resilience in terms of that. And I love that Belair brought this social media fad to the show. Like these, it really is such a big part of our identity. Like when she was walking in to see jazz, like it's literally, or even on interviews, like she uses her social media presence almost as currency. And like, that's how we move in, in this life. How many followers do you have? How many views do you get? Like, this is, this is my market. And I love like that we can see that on TV. Cause I don't think we give those social media influencers all that credit we almost almost don't see it like it's a real job yeah 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 and I, I do I think that was one of my favorite parts of the show and if I had to pick another like my second favorite character and it's not like oh I just love the women so much but I do love the female characters on the show she would definitely be my number two just for that like aspect alone and I think also it's probably cool like how we're saying like I got my grandmother to watch the show you are watching it with your godmoms like the fresh prince has such a staple was like it's an infamous show it was a staple when it came out and so now see now bel-air watching it like older generation with younger generations even for me as like a comms major my parents was like what the hell is that so imagine <laughs> someone like growing up saying mom I want to be an influencer and they're probably like excuse me but this can even open up like parents eyes to people it's like this is what I'm doing on TikTok mom or like this is why I'm always recording our food before we eat when we go out to a restaurant so I love it I love it also so we also have Ashley Ashley did make it to the show, but we don't see a lot of Ashley, which kind of sucks. And I'm like trying to remember back to the original uh, Fresh Prince, if like we saw that much of Ashley's story. Like I know, of course, Ashley and Will always had their little cool cousin moments, but like I'm almost like I want more of Ashley's story. So one of the things, of course, that they implemented with Ashley is that she uh, likes a girl. So Ashley in the show is definitely interested in other girls um, trying to figure out her sexuality. She's young in this. I think, what is she, 10, 11? Probably. Mm-hmm. No, but she's um, she's really, really young. But I love that her and Hillary have this super cute sister moment where she confides in Hillary to tell her, like, I like someone. I don't know what to do. And like they can kind of talk about it. And of course, she's like, are you surprised that like I'm gay or like I like girls or whatever? And they have that cute moment in conversation she's like no I'm like it doesn't matter you're still my sister I'm glad like we're seeing that acceptance in the black community I thought that was a a, a nice cute touch yeah and another thing too like 
I love how you're saying cute because it's reminding me that it was cute because it was just a sister moment. Like they didn't make it a big deal. She wasn't like, oh my gosh, but no, thank you so much for telling me. Like it was if Ashley was a because I know in um Fresh Prince she was straight and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, she was straight. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a whole thing of like, oh my gosh, I never saw this coming. And then also what I had appreciated from Hillary um, is that not only in that moment did she let her sister know like who you love is who you love, but later on when she got her heart first heartbreak and unfortunately Lucia had a, ended up having a crush on Will for some reason, <laughs> even like 10 years older, like what the hell? But um she had even mentioned like, oh, like you'll have other crushes. Like, is it something that you feel like you want to like, like share with the family the next time you have like other crushes? And I felt like that was a way of her letting her know, like, it's okay. She doesn't have to carry this herself or feel like she has to like walk on eggshells and like sneak out the next time they have a campaign trail. So I really like that. And also, I like that they put in that, um, like, Ash was just like, I don't really know yet. I'm figuring it out. And it brings back that, like, innocence there. Because I think a lot of people have an uproar, like, oh, my God, they're just kids. But, like, kids did feel things like this growing up, I'm sure. So it's just like, they might not know what they're talking about. But if you make it a big deal, it, it could ruin them for the rest of their lives. So I love that um, she just kind of brushed it off. It's fine. It's normal. And kept it pushing. It was a perfect touch. Um, another one of our female leads, my, I should have said she was my favorite character. I wasn't even thinking at the moment. My true favorite character in this show is Lisa. Lisa, Will's love interest, and also Carl, um, Carl's girlfriend. <laughs> just by and Carlton's by, love interest right they're both I guess she is the love interest she's in a love triangle y'all basically she's my favorite I love Lisa she is down to earth um she goes to this fancy private school with Carlton and Will and them but she's on scholarship so she's really smart she's driven um and she just seems like such a sweet girl like she's really she's not your typical like it girl too so I like that about her like she's just she's natural she has her braids and her body's natural she's not like ah, I'm this like prissy little thing and I'm the, like the catch of the world but like she genuinely is like her energy just comes off as like a really dope girl so that is Will's love interest I love them together um in the beginning there was a scene that really really like my favorite cinematography of the show is when um Carlton's bitch ass sorry I had to call him that he pushed Will in the pool and Will couldn't swim oh my god that was that was the worst thing my heart sunk because oh. I can't swim so in that moment when it happened and they kind of showed them arguing before they saw Will drowning as a fellow non-swimmer, I already knew that was coming up and my heart sank for him. Yes, that was crazy. But the cinematography there with the with the dunks and like then they're both of their dunks when Lisa jumps in and like tries to, well, 
saves Will. I love that cinematography, him falling, the crowd. It was literal perfection and my favorite part of the show thus far. Um, Um, I love that. And I love how you talked about like her, them like really honing in on like her natural beauty. And I think she's super expressive when it comes to her hairstyles and rocking her natural hair. And not to say, style definitely was different back in the 90s, like when the original Fresh Prince um, was shown. But I don't know if you noticed, I'm like, do Lisa just got it going on? Or is this like the direction that the show like will be taken for the long run? Because in the original show, Fresh, like Will was like ladies man. And he was hopping from like woman to woman to woman. And now this one is like, I'm all eyes on Lisa and I also love like not only is she like expressive like with her natural hair and like her she's a swimmer she's into poetry and all this kind of stuff but I also like how they didn't pick like a typical like size like two model like I feel because I feel like in the original show those are the girls that he went for um so like showing a variety and like beauty and all types of black women And I think also like we, it's cool to see this because we see such a change in like beauty standards, like what it was back then versus what it is now. Like one of the biggest things about Bel Air is the whole Banks family is dark skin. Like, come on, Bel Air. I was literally like, I love this. It was, it was no confusion because y'all know back in the day was some confusion. We had a light skin uh, Uncle Phil, a dark skin Aunt Vid, then we had a light skin Aunt Vid. They didn't know what to do there. And I guess like, then like we had a dark skin Ashley and then a light skin Hillary. Like it was a lot going on back then. But now I love, I love, I love the chocolate in Bel Air. It is. Yeah. And I love that we're just, we're coming away from those old uh, light skin, skinny, uh, long curly, long straight hair. Like it's literally like reflecting black beauty. And yeah, like, it's black and in your face. I feel like the whole cast is like super fine. Every character, um, like, oh, I just love it. I right. love it so much. Oh my goodness. And as soon as like Aunt Viv, like her first scene, I was like, oh my gosh, she's dark skin. Like, I know they did it intentional, but like we gotta say, like they did that intentionally because there was backlash with that. So, and they just kept coming in. It was Aunt Viv, boom, Hillary, boom, Carlton, boom, Uncle, Uncle Phil, boom, Jeffrey, Mm. boom. Will he's a little questionable, but still, (laughs) no, but he's he's supposed to be Will Smith. Yeah, I mean that's what, but he's not as chocolate as everyone else. Yeah, because Will Smith is it. I guess. That ain't his mama. (laughs) That's his auntie, though. Shoot. That would have been a stretch. Then I would have been like, I don't know. He definitely, (laughs) right. No, he definitely does a good job. I feel like he's definitely picked up Will's mannerisms. Oh, my God. Yes. But he doesn't have the, like, goofiness of the original Will. That's what I'm missing. Yeah, I think... I think he does. It's just, I don't know. I think he, I feel like the goofiness is kind of corny though. Right. It's not, it doesn't come up naturally. Like how Will Smith was just like, (laughs) it's more like, all right, time to make a joke now. (laughs) Ha ha. 
Like yeah. off is natural. So that's the only thing there. But I think he's doing a great job. But we can't forget Will's mom. Will's a black yeah. mama from Philly. Love her. Okay. Yes. Um, Mama Vi, Aunt Vi. Um, she's super dope. Um, of course, it was hard. We see, I love that we see more of the story of like getting Will to Bel Air and like seeing the struggles of this black mom who has to put her son here. Then when Will wants to stay in Bel Air, the battle she has to go with, like she feels like she's losing her son and all of this. And as a single mom, it's like, you know, it's always been just me and my kid. And now he's gone. I, I really, really felt for her there. Um, but what did you think of Will's mom? I loved her. Like, I loved her encouragement that she gave when she was always like, your crown is waiting for you. Like, you just need the courage to wear it. Um, it made me, someone told me once and I see where they're going with it, but it's characters and scenarios like Aunt Vi and, and Will or Vi and Will, cause that's his mom, where you see like, yes, maybe a black woman may not 110% know how to raise a black man because maybe some people believe like only men can raise men, but there's so many women like her doing it by themselves and look at the outstanding men that they, they raise and they become on their own. So shout out to her. I really, my heart went out to her again when they all gathered for Will's 17th party and she felt like her sister Vivian was trying to outdo her with the gifts and stuff and like erase her because I could totally get that like let's also give the flowers to the people who may have had to take a step back for other members in their family to win and that was kind of also shocking to me how like it took Carlton to like call that out to his mom, Aunt Viv, because it's like maybe it wasn't to that extreme magnitude. But Vivian, you played a similar role to your family, and that's why you haven't done art for a certain amount of years. Yeah, you still got a rich husband, so on the outside, your your life is luxurious. Right. But if y'all ain't had no money, you would have been in the same situation as your sister, putting everyone before yourself. And now having to work night shifts at the hospital. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I hope there, it seemed like their relationship was getting better. Um, I'm interested to know what's that thing with um, Will's father, Lou, like. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this, so we are covering, let's, let's say that now we've covered the first eight episodes of Bel Air. And how things ended were a little bit crazy. Um, so we're a little bit on edge about, you know, what's going to happen. Ronnie, do you want to tell the audience how, where did we leave off in Bel Air? So we left off with Will's 17th birthday party. As I just like dope into Aunt Viv and Aunt Vi got into an argument, um, but they ended up hashing it out, kind of talking about the grudges that each other has holding and not just stepping into each other's shoes to see each other's point of view. Um, And they both agreed that now was not the time to tell Will about his birth father. Um, It'll just cause too much commotion and hatred. So 
their dumbasses were already kind of dropping hints like, oh, you look like, oh, but never mind. And yeah. do you know much about, oh, but never mind. Mm -hmm. So now this boy, this whole time has been thinking about his damn father and he goes to his hitter. <laughs> Jeffrey and basically ask him, hey, you work, work your magic. I need you to figure out why my father left. Um, and where he is and he's like well sometimes Jeffrey responds like sometimes the whys that we get aren't what we want but I can do my best to try to help you find him and I think there's some real deep stuff with his dad because prior to Will asking Jeffrey to do this favor Uncle Phil had told Jeffrey make sure Will's dad never reaches him so I feel like he might be in that California area mm. Yeah, I do not know. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of shady shit going on with Uncle Phil, too. I just haven't put my finger on what's going on. And I'm like, beaming for these next episodes. I'm like, well, who is this man? And what is this dirty shit he's on right now? Because there's no way you're this upstanding citizen and you got a hitter like Jeffrey. Ain't no way. Jeffrey's when uh he took out the um guy who was hunting down will and trey back in philly like i was like yo what is going on what show is this something is going on and i don't know what y'all are into but i need to know y'all need to tell me right. yeah so we definitely ended on a crazy kind of cliffhanger but this show is like this is how you do a reboot period yeah that's kiss and shout out to all the Black women in it. Yes. I love that. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, I'm excited for this these next two episodes. Like, I'm literally on the edge of my seat. Ready. Yeah. I want to see. I would hate this, but I wouldn't be mad if Aunt Viv and um, Michael Ely's character had a little kissing scene. <laughs> oof. We didn't even talk about. Oof. Hold on. Michael Ely, y'all. He popped up out of nowhere. I didn't even know. I didn't even know we was going to have a Michael. They got to prep you for shit like that. I didn't even know. Oh, Michael? Oh, hello. Michael Ely is out here causing problems, okay? He is over here saucing up Aunt Viv with his, his eyes and his oof. Oof, that man is fine. But basically, he is kind of like scouting Aunt Viv in terms of her art. But he's like playing this very like, you know, your art is beautiful. You should do it more. Let me put you in my gallery. I bet people will pay. Like he's, he's definitely playing this very encouraging role, but it's flirtatious. And it's very, I don't know what it is or what he, that's another thing that's on edge. Like, what does he want from her? Because I guess they kind of revealed it was like a sexual relationship that he probably has wanted if he's done that with other uh, clients or artists that he's um, known. But I feel like it's more. I definitely feel like there's something there too. Um, yeah. that's, that's messy. Maybe I just, I don't know. I'm on edge about everybody. Everybody. Uh, I'm like, Joy thinks everyone's a suspect at this point. Like this whole family shady. The banks is shady. The banks is shady. And the only one who's not is Will because he don't know what the hell going on. But definitely. Oh, he, his face gives like daring headlight in a lot of situations. I'm just like, come on, bro. Get it together. I can't, but um, Michael Ely, 
is another character who has got he got Uncle Phil upset he popping up on her that's what I was gonna say earlier that when he just popped up like hey what's up I was like oh you big jealous and mad I love to see it is okay um but yeah I love I love that let's talk about spending the bag on your wife (laughs) he put 20,000 for that painting knowing it could have went to his campaign anyone's watching this on YouTube this is my art in the back uh 20k yeah yeah, I got a couple. I got a Colin Kaepernick one over there, like 20K. No? Yo, he probably was mad as hell, like this bullshit. <laughs> right, like this nigga done put 15K. I guess I got 20 on it. But like, he probably wasn't even that mad because they got it like that. I love to see. My, my thing was like, you don't look at the signature to see that it was your husband that bought it. All right, you think it's too hard. See, you ruined in the show and shit. We, we wasn't I don't know. I think. Logically, with certain things, it's like someone bought the piece for 20k. Who was it? Right. Like, I know. I would have been like, show me the sheet. <laughs> show me the let me let me thank them personally. Like, you get what I'm saying? And then I so, thought that too, that like and maybe that'll still circle back. Like, I thought she was gonna find out that it was her husband who paid for it, and then um, like it was gonna turn into some argument about him like not supporting her and just supporting her because he's trying to one up the other man. Like I thought that was going to be kind of the argument there, but they didn't even mention it. So I don't know. But they still argued about um, him trying to rescue her from Michael character situation when she was like the rescuing I needed was 15 years ago. And then she, he tried to smooth it over with let's take a ride. And she basically said, you could go. You would go home, bro. <laughs> Period. Bye, boo. Bye. Don't try to. He he was on thin ice, as he should be. See that part of Aunt Viv, I love to see it. Granted, I like and I respect her submissive side too. It really puts a lot into perspective on, like, you know, like you said, how you're supposed to act. And let me not say supposed to act. That sounds very like women are supposed to do this. But like, what it means to be the right hand to a masculine, powerful man. So I love that. But I also like to see her taking her stance too and being like, well, you're tripping and I don't like that either. So I'm gonna go do me and you go do you and we'll come back and reconvene later. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I just want to Uncle Phil so I can get a house like theirs because Bel Air is shitting on the Fresh Prince house. (laughs) Period. Period. I'm like, they never made the Fresh Prince family seem that rich. But then back in the 90s, like... But they, private jet, bro, come on, they weren't that rich. It was just a well-off That's family. What I'm saying. Uncle Phil doing some shit, dog. He is not making that off of, what did he use to do, the DA? What was he doing before this? Was he a lawyer? I don't know, that ain't lawyer money. That ain't lawyer money, Okay. And like oh, yeah, he probably embezzling from his fraternity. Bro, I know <laughs> not from the fraternity. Don't say that because you know. You know? I know they're gonna get me canceled. I don't know what he's doing. We're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna find out because there's no way you need a Jeffrey like that as a house manager. House Jeffrey manager. about to quit though. That's what that's the letter he was putting on the table. Oh yeah, he was about to But make- he did. I, we don't know if he places it back again. So we'll see. 
But y'all, we're excited. That's in a nutshell. Right. If you couldn't tell already. All right, we just rambled about like 30,000 things happening in this show. And it's not even done yet. That's what's crazy. So yeah. y'all catch up with Bel Air. If you haven't, it's only $5. They're going, you know, you can watch the pilot, but this after you watch the pilot, you're definitely going to pay, like Ronnie said. You're going to see that pilot and be like, next? Oh, $5, here you go. Here you go, Peacock. We all did it. Trust me. It's a no-brainer at this point. But thank you guys for tuning in. Because we only covered the first eight episodes, we do have something bonus coming up where we will talk and discuss the finale and what happens in these next two episodes. So be on the lookout for that. Yes. And then we'll be back per usual on April 11th for our next episode of Black and Binging. See you then. Watching.